Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the chilling evidence left behind by the school shooter in St. Louis and a warning from the police that the deadly rampage could have been worse. The new details tonight as we learn the 19-year-old gunman was armed with an AR-15-style rifle and more than 600 rounds of ammunition. CBS's Jeff Begay's reports on the disturbing handwritten note found as we learn more about the victims. Show of force. A CBS News exclusive. Chris Livesay goes aboard a U.S. aircraft carrier as American troops participate in a training exercise with NATO, sending a clear message to Putin. Fighter jets and helicopters to guided missiles, all of them within striking distance of the Russian military. Adidas drops Kanye West. Weeks after the rapper's anti-Semitic and hateful rant, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports tonight on the rise of crimes against Jewish people. And Health Watch, CBS's Meg Oliver on the triple threat. The nation's top doctors sound the alarm about a possible surge of COVID flu and RSV all at the same time. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. Law enforcement is on alert tonight after we learned disturbing new details from the deadly shooting Monday at a high school in St. Louis. Police found a notebook in the gunman's car inside a handwritten note and ultimately a window into his motive. The 19-year-old shooter was a former student. He managed to get inside even though the building was locked with seven security guards on duty. Two people were killed, including a 15-year-old student and a teacher who was getting ready to retire. Several others were wounded before the gunman was killed by police. 
Tonight, the school remains closed and riddled with bullets. The community is in mourning as survivors deal with the trauma. CBS's Jeff Begay is going to lead us off tonight with all this new information, and it is scary and chilling to hear this. Good evening. It really is, Nora. The St. Louis police commissioner said that shooting could have been so much worse because the gunman entered the school fully loaded. Police say that he had ammunition strapped to his chest, and they even found magazine clips in the stairwells of the school. Police sources say that the evidence collected suggests a high level of pre-planning. Tonight, police say the gunman was carrying an arsenal that could have caused much more damage and death. We know now that he had in his possession one uh, rifle, an AR-15 style rifle, a 223 caliber. Police identified the shooter as 19-year-old Orlando Harris. He was also armed with more than 600 rounds of ammunition. The threat here is over. Uh, however, we are going to continue to be vigilant in our schools and in our neighborhoods. Police identified the two victims as 10th grader Alexandria Bell and 61-year-old gym teacher Jean Kuska. Police say they killed the gunman. We hear these gunshots and the windows just rattling and we see people jumping out the windows and stuff. Authorities say they found a handwritten note in the gunman's car with a list of school shootings across the country adding that he wanted to be the next national school shooter. He wrote, quote, I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I've never had a girlfriend. I've never had a social life. I've been an isolated loner my entire life. This was the perfect storm for a mass shooter. Police are urging the public to stay alert to the next potential threat. So it is really important that if you see someone walking down that path toward violence, whether it's in their writings, uh, they're, they're researching weapons, they're researching other school shootings, that you really speak up and let somebody know so that we can look into this and, and give them an off-ramp off of that path to violence. Law enforcement officials are concerned about the potential for copycats, and that's why they're asking the public that if you see something, say something. According to the FBI, in the majority of these cases, people who see signs of trouble before mass shootings, Nora, often they don't call police. So speak up, Jeff Pegues. Thank you. Well, tonight, a growing number of companies are cutting ties with Kanye West over the hip-hop mogul's offensive and anti-Semitic remarks. Adidas and The Gap weighed in today, knocking him off the list of Forbes billionaires. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti more now on the rapper's deeply hurtful comments and the consequences that followed. Rapper and designer Kanye West thought he was untouchable. Nine days ago, he said this. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Now what? But today, amid tumbling stocks, the German sneaker giant severed ties with the artist, now known as Ye, saying in a statement it does not tolerate anti-Semitism and any other sort of hate speech, and it will stop all payments to Ye and his companies. West Yeezy brand once brought Adidas nearly $2 billion in annual sales. Critics say Adidas was putting profit ahead of ethics. Did Adidas make the right decision here, and was it quick enough. Adidas made the right decision. I think three weeks is way too late. They should have done so within the first day. Earlier this month, West tweeted he would go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Instagram and Twitter quickly suspended his accounts. Companies like Fashion House, Balenciaga, Vogue, The Gap, Foot Locker, and even his talent agency have parted ways. The controversy apparently sparked this anti-Semitic demonstration this past weekend on an overpass in Los Angeles. 
It just takes one deranged person of his 31 million followers on Twitter, or again, his hundreds of millions of fans around the world to say, if the Jews are out to get Kanye, I'm going to get them. Tonight, there's a harsh new spotlight on brands and the real cost of staying silent. And the Anti-Defamation League says anti-Semitic incidents are up 40% this year compared to this time last year. Meanwhile, the Holocaust Museum here in Los Angeles has invited West for a private tour. Nora, he turned down that offer. Jonathan, thank you. And we should know we condemn anti-Semitism. We stand with our Jewish colleagues and Jewish people everywhere. A magnitude 5.1 earthquake shook the San Francisco Bay Area today. It was the strongest they've seen in eight years. It was centered in the hills east of San Jose, about 40 miles southeast of downtown San Francisco. There are no reports of any serious injuries or damage. Tonight, children's hospitals across the country are seeing a surge in an illness that makes it hard for kids to breathe. Nationwide, RSV cases are up 143% since last month. And that is now adding to concern tonight about a triple threat of viruses sweeping the United States very early. CBS's Meg Oliver reports on how to keep your family safe. Can you spell your last name for me? COVID-19, the flu and RSV already causing severe illness ahead of normal peaks. We're here with a simple message. Get vaccinated. Today, the White House sounding the alarm for everyone over five to get a flu and COVID vaccine. The thing that we always are paying attention to is making sure there's plenty of hospital capacity. So right now, our focus is get people vaccinated, get people treated and keep people out of the hospital. Walgreens reports flu cases have doubled over the past two weeks and are spreading at a high rate across the South. This is the CDC reports three million fewer flu shots than at this time last year. What are you concerned about? I think with the combined RSV, flu, a potential COVID surge, I think children's hospitals and pediatrics in general are going to experience a lot of what the adult hospitals experienced in March and April of 2020 when COVID first hit. In New Jersey, COVID hospitalizations are up slightly compared to last week, and RSV cases are rising across the country. I was worried, and I also knew that the hospital was the only place that she would get the support she needed. Sarah Kornblit rushed her four-year-old daughter to the hospital on Sunday with RSV. How bad do the symptoms get? She started having fevers a few days after she started getting sick, and then on Thursday afternoon, her oxygen started going down. Right after our interview, Sarah's daughter was taken off oxygen and allowed to go home. While there's no vaccine for RSV, Dr. Slavin says October is the month to get your flu shot to protect you through March, typically the end of flu season. Nora. Good information, Meg. I'm going to get my flu shot tomorrow. Thank you. Well, American basketball star Brittany Griner suffered a major setback today in her battle for freedom from a Russian jail. A court outside Moscow rejected the two-time Olympic champion's appeal, upholding her nine-year sentence on drug charges. CBS's Weijia Jiang asked President Biden today about his next move. I want to also apologize for this mistake. Appearing from her jail cell in a live video, Brittany Griner pleaded with a Russian appeals court to reconsider her prison sentence. I've been here almost eight months and people with more severe crimes have gotten less than what I was given. The WNBA star told a three-judge panel that her time behind bars has already taken a toll. 
it's been a very, very stressful and very traumatic to my mental and psyche being away from my family. Greiner will now be sent to a penal colony, a type of labor camp known for brutal conditions. What is your next move now that Brittany Greiner lost her appeal, Mr. President? We're in constant contact with Russian authorities to get Brittany and others out. And so far, we've not been meeting with much positive response. And we're not stopping. Over the summer, the Biden administration proposed a prisoner swap, possibly involving Russian arms dealer Victor Boot in exchange for Greiner and another American, Paul Whelan. But Kremlin officials would not discuss a deal until the judicial process played out. Greiner was arrested at a Moscow airport for carrying vape cartridges filled with hashish oil just days before Russia invaded Ukraine. Greiner's wife, Sherelle, told Gail King the thought of BG, as she calls her, going to a labor camp is hard to stomach. Me and BG are operating in a position where, like, we have to prepare for the worst. President Biden has said he would meet with Vladimir Putin next month at the G20 summit in Indonesia if Putin approached him to talk about Greiner's release. Tonight, the White House says there are no plans for the two leaders to meet. Nora. Weijia Jang at the White House, thank you. And as if the tension between Washington and Moscow isn't high enough, today Russia notified the U.S. that it's begun its annual nuclear drills that include the launch of missiles. And this comes as NATO is conducting its own military drills. Tonight, CBS's Chris Livesay reports exclusively from on board a U.S. aircraft carrier taking part in those drills in the Mediterranean Sea. A heart-thumping show of force. Aboard one of the world's biggest warships, the USS H.W. Bush. We fly at dawn from the southern coast of Italy to join the aircraft carrier and more than 80 Allied aircraft in international waters for NATO training. All set against the backdrop of Russia's war in Ukraine and Vladimir Putin's repeated threats to fire nuclear weapons. The Secretary General of NATO has come aboard with a warning. There will be severe consequences. Um, it will be absolutely wrong if I went into the exact way we will react, but Russia knows that there will be severe consequences. For now, NATO says its best weapon is deterrence. With an overwhelming display of firepower, from fighter jets and helicopters to unparalleled surveillance, all within striking distance of the Russian military, with tensions in the region at a fever pitch. This may only be combat training, but if called upon, these fighters say they're ready to strike. You're the Secretary General of NATO aboard a U.S. aircraft carrier. Are you poking the bear? It's even more important that we send a clear message that uh, we are there to defend uh, all allies because that's the best way to prevent an attack and preserve peace. Now, today's drills were planned before the invasion. And tonight, President Biden is once again warning Vladimir Putin not to use a tactical nuclear weapon in Ukraine, saying it would be an incredibly serious mistake. Nora. Chris Livesay, thank you. 
Tonight, there is a high-stakes face-off in one of the nation's most closely watched midterm election races. That's the Senate race in Pennsylvania. A new CBS News battleground tracker out today shows it's a toss-up, with Democrat John Fetterman just two points ahead of Republican Mehmet Oz. CBS's Robert Costa is in Harrisburg for the candidate's only debate as America decides. Tonight, a showdown between the TV doctor and the sweatshirt-wearing lieutenant governor. Voters here in Pennsylvania, according to the latest CBS News poll, want answers on the economy. Who wants to pay $4 for gas? Plus, gas prices, crime, and abortion rights. Another issue hovers. I think that people are wondering, you know, can he handle the job? It is what Democrat John Fetterman, who suffered a stroke in May, has described as the elephant in the room, his health. Despite all that, I survived to be back and that makes I'm going to fight for you all because I'm back out on the trial. Fetterman will use a closed captioning device, which he's used in interviews while on stage with Republican Mehmet Oz. Two 70-inch monitors will sit above the moderators with the questions typed out by stenographers and displayed. The same will be done for Dr. Oz's answers. I have tremendous compassion for what John Fetterman is going through. I've conceded on everything possible to make sure that he's able to participate in this debate. It's the only one he would agree to. He's got closed captioning, whatever he needs. Fetterman's primary care doctor said the stroke left him with auditory processing issues, which hinder his ability to interpret sounds. There's no secret that sometimes I'm going to miss words, and sometimes I'm going to mush two words together, and, and that's, that's the truth. In a pre-debate memo, Fetterman's campaign set expectations writing, if we're all being honest, Oz, a longtime TV personality, clearly comes into Tuesday night with a huge built-in advantage. Tomorrow, Dr. Oz will hit the campaign trail with Nikki Haley, the former Trump administration diplomat. And on Friday, Fetterman will welcome back President Biden to Pennsylvania. Nora. Robert Costa at the side of the debate. Thank you. Well, tonight we continue our coverage of Breast Cancer Awareness Month with a look at a glaring racial disparity. Black women are far more likely to die of breast cancer than white women. In tonight's Health Watch, CBS's Elise Preston on what can be done to eliminate this gap. Spending time with her beloved dog comforts LaToya Williams, who's had a long journey after finding a lump in her breast. I was actually misdiagnosed at the age of 29 and accurately diagnosed at the age of 30, only because I was not taken serious. Williams, now 45, says doctors ignored her concerns and delayed treatment for six months while the lump in her breast grew. What does it feel like when you don't trust the doctors who are providing care? I felt like I was at the mercy of the health system and that I did not have a voice and I just have to kind of go with this. and. Just hope that I live. Breast cancer is the leading cause of cancer death for black women, who are 41% more likely to die than white women, in part due to higher rates of obesity and other health disparities. It's still a public health problem. Dr. Kathy Ann Joseph works to tackle health inequities impacting women of color. What barriers do black women face? They're structural barriers. Um, whether it's access to care. Not all care is equal. Your zip code is really going to dictate your ultimate um, outcomes. Black women are also more likely to be diagnosed at a younger age in comparison to white women and with triple negative breast cancer, a more aggressive subtype. In a new study, Dr. Joseph argues that black women should undergo a breast cancer assessment risk by age 25. If you start screening at 50, 
you're missing the boat on black women. As a survivor, LaToya Williams now works with the American Cancer Society to improve health outcomes for black women. Don't be afraid to speak up, and if you don't have a good rapport with your doctor, it's okay to shop around for a new one. Now, Dr. Joseph recommends that women who feel they are not being heard by their doctors go get a second, third, or even fourth opinion with a breast specialist. And because of significant underrepresentation in clinical trials, there is now a push to include more black women that could improve outcomes. Nora? Elise Preston with such good information. Thank you so much. Well, a group of tourists got stuck for about 30 hours at the bottom of Grand Canyon Caverns. We're going to tell you how it all ended when we return. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. A group of Grand Canyon tourists is sharing a terrifying story tonight after they were stranded about 200 feet underground for about 30 hours. They got stuck inside the caverns on Sunday when the tourist attraction's only elevator broke down. We can report everyone's okay. A special honor unveiled for the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That story's still ahead. We learned today that former Defense Secretary Ashton Carter died of a heart attack. A Rhodes Scholar and physicist by training, Carter oversaw the opening of combat roles to women during his tenure in the Obama administration. Ash Carter was 68. And we'll be right back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
We wanted to end tonight with a new honor for the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The U.S. Postal Service unveiled a forever postage stamp that will be available next year. The portrait shows Ginsburg in a black robe with her trademark intricate white collar. The post office calls Ginsburg an icon of American culture. We agree. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.